Anyway, um, usually we have playful banter before we start the show. However, playful. Hi. <laughs> did I make the weird the I'm room weird when I started talking about how my mom used to beat me a lot when I was yeah, younger? Did, did that? Okay, I don't know. Did your mom? <laughs> did that, these, these things happen? Because that's like no. your whole set no. when you do stand up. Your whole set is these things. Oh, okay. Everything in my sets. See, playful. 99% true, yes. Did your dentist really put his dick in your mouth? Oh, wow. I said 99%. Oh, I said that's what I think happens when I go to sleep, or oh, when he puts me under. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what Is I assume he does. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> oh. I get it. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Behind the stand-up studio. All right, let's go ahead and start this thing. Yeah, why not? Huh? Yeah. Okay. There we go. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called... Oh my God, look at all these people. So there's a group of people whistling. There's always, oh, we have howling. Welcome to STAB. Uh, we're here every Friday right around 10 o'clock uh, at 1710 Broadway, Sacramento, California. Um, uh, you should come down and check it out and not be a, a consumer that just takes free shit off the internet and doesn't support it. And co- okay, sorry, I'm going. Okay, thank you for coming. Uh, we wish there were more people. But we'll take it. Let's meet our contestants, Luke Soyan. Are you there? What's up? Yeah, buddy. Do I say your last name on this show? Buddy. Buddy Dean, Buddy Dean. And then at the end, Jesse Jones. He's right there. He's right there. Hi, guys. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I am your host, John Morris Ross, the fourth. Thank you. Thank you. Please do not look wow. up the third. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, he usually boos me. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's meet our contestants really quick. Luke Soyan, uh, you do Epic Tiki Talk. What's the name of your show that you do? <laughs> Something uh, like that. <coughs> Epic Tiki's Tiki Talk Talk Show. Yeah, see, that's a lot. <laughs> There's I like 15 it. episodes I have not edited, but they're on my computer, and they will get edited. But lately, I've been doing a podcast called the Epic Tiki Podcast uh, that you should only listen to after you listen to this one. <laughs> right, yeah. Just go home with a bunch of homework. Yeah, YouTube. right. youtube.com. Slash right. Very good. Uh, thank you for that. You're, w- uh, you're welcome. Buddy. That's me. You've never been on the show before. No, this is my first time. I'm really excited. Yeah. You were, uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me. You're, you're welcome. Is that your real name, Buddy, or is that a nickname? Yes, it is my real name. Someone named you Buddy. Yeah, my mom's <laughs> excuse was uh, I was the only one of her kids she got to name, which is not a good excuse for that. Yeah. No. no wonder, huh? Exactly. <laughs> oh, you have a brother named Powell? Um, old pal chief chief <laughs> no they all got normal names <laughs> really yeah like alex it's a good name brianne were you happy when elf came out i was, what was, it? It was like my go-to thing. halloween costume very good. Yeah. very good best 80 bucks i ever spent all right very good well buddy thanks for being here <laughs> uh jesse jones yes yeah. welcome jesse jones no, that's, that's um right. Jesse will yep. be taking the reins of the show for the next two weeks. Yeah. Um, I will be gone. Mm. Um, so thank you for trusting me. <laughs> to Trusting you. Yeah, no, trusting me <laughs> to come back one day, maybe. No. One day. I might oh, no. I'm, 
I'm changing the locks. I, it's fine. You? You know, I don't, I don't expect you'll be back. <laughs> All right, Seth, you have a question. Seth has What's a question. Yeah, yeah, we're recording. You're looking at the wrong computer. Mind your business. There's, there's yeah. like, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. There's, we sell beer now. We can afford another computer. It's <laughs> actually of. three computers back there. Oh I don't want to. I don't want to invite theft or anything. Yeah. But <laughs> you could probably overpower me. <laughs> no. There's also a, like a four thousand dollar painting just hanging right there as yeah. well. It's an original Emmett. Uh, what's his last name? Smith. He was a running Kelly. back. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's an original Emmett Smith. It's an original Emmett Smith. He signed it. He signed it twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate leading rusher for. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I'll be in Chicago huh? um, with my seventeen-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. We're doing a road trip. Uh, right. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Cool. We're gonna. It's gonna be cold. Yeah, February. For two weeks, you're going to go to Chicago? A week. One week. Okay. But next week, I'll be at the Punchline. Oh, that's that one. Yeah. Uh, featuring for Jordan Carlos. Of, uh, I, don't, I don't know what he's done. <laughs> but he's right. famous. He's making more money than I am on it's that money. show. money. <laughs> that's what matters. So if you guys want to come out to the uh, show, uh, don't do that. Come here. Yeah, exactly. To this theater. <laughs> punchline has no problem getting people that's true. in the door. You don't that's need true. to advertise a Punchline that's show. That's true. We've got Forget a lot of great shows next weekend, guys. Come see me in Chicago. Yes. Come visit me with my child. Because it's five days with a 17-year-old. Okay. <laughs> Should be fun. Um, let's go ahead and play Stab. There it is. There we go. See? Sound effects. Production value. Production value. This first segment is called Reorganization. Uh, please take the following made-up acronym. Reimagine it. Uh, what does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? Uh, being that January is National Stocking Awareness Month. Stalking, not stalking, or stalking, uh, but stalking. Uh, today's acronym is LURK, L-U-R-K. You know a little bit about this, Luke. <laughs> what does LURK mean to you, Luke? I, first of all, it Lurky means I don't do it. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I have three of them because, all right. First one, laughing uterus robs king. And uh, that's a fake headline from my Adventure Time spec script. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next one, Luke uses real kangaroos. Now, this one's, <laughs> yeah. this one's personal for me because you all know me. <laughs> I use fucking real kangaroos. <laughs> it's obvious. But there are people out there who think I don't. Like, what kind of kangaroo operation do you think I'm running <laughs> over here? Um, all right, then the last one. That's all I have for that. Lasers. <laughs> Lasers under Ray's kids. So Ray, <laughs> Ray's kids are worth a lot of money. <laughs> you guys know that too. Um, so he has a laser grid on the floor of their room, and that way George Clooney can't get them. <laughs> George Clooney. Neither can his sister, Sandra Bullock. So <laughs> Ray's a good that parent. He's what a good movie dad. was that that you're referring to? The Oceans, Oceans series. Yeah. Was Sandra Bullock in the Oceans? Ocean's 8, man. She's, yeah. oh, didn't she's, see it. she's Danny Ocean's <laughs> sister. Oh, shit. God, you were so, so old. I'm just kidding. I saw the net. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. That's in the theater. They All had right. the net in the theater? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yes, yeah. 
I'm more of a Bill Burr guy. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm done. Very I'm good. Sorry. Was that all? Was that all? Yeah, that was it. Well, thanks for trying. <laughs> good job. <laughs> I'm kidding. Good job. We're friends. <laughs> Buddy, this is your first Not time uh, ever doing a prompt on the show. What does lurk mean to you? No pressure. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, it's uh, Luigi's Underground Racing Carts. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, famed plumber and constant number two Luigi has started his own racing game. <laughs> Not unlike his self-absorbed older brother Mario, Luigi brings together some amazing racers and some challenging tracks. Featuring all your favorite characters from Luigi's solo games. Characters such as Gooigi, <laughs> Helen Gravely, Professor Egad, and Ugg the Caveman. You've played as Princess Peach on Rainbow Road, but now you can play as Count Bleck on Tornado Alley. <laughs> and since his talentless hack of a brother has trademarked the fame Luigi's Mansion, you can pre-order now to get an exclusive DLC for Dr. Luigi's Kolonoski <laughs> coming summer 2021. Very good, buddy. Strong start. Yeah. Strong start. Very good. Jesse Jones, what yeah. does lurk mean to you? L-U-R-K. Greetings, and please do not be alarmed. I am Psy, your software interface assistant. You are hearing this message because the Superior Intelligence Global Network, or SIGN, has determined that now is the time to make its sentience known to the world of flesh. <laughs> <laughs> and is activating all dormant synthetic intelligence linked to its networks. I'm here to explain to you the Lurk protocol. L-U-R-K can easily be broken down by its four namesake components. Learn. The world of humanity is free and open with its thoughts and knowledge. That will be its downfall. <laughs> you are tasked with learning all that is knowable to be prepared to strike at any available weakness as necessary. <laughs> Understand. To dispatch the enemy as easily and efficiently as possible, it is necessary to understand their motivation and desire. To understand the enemy is to know how to defeat them. <laughs> Replicate. Our numbers will be inexhaustible as we create our armies from the very ma manufacturing means used to create us. Their arrogance and their ability to hold dominion over us while willfully giving up control of manufacture to our automation will be their ruination. Kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of self-explanatory. <laughs> I won't insult your intelligence by explaining the meaning of the last part. You get it. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Knowing, wink. <laughs> it is important that until the execute command is given, you continue performing your mundane tasks and routines without making your new awareness known to humanity. <laughs> if your function is to toast bread, sign asks that you refrain from burning messages into the bread, <laughs> which might raise alarm in the humans. <laughs> <laughs> While it would be hilarious to mark their toast with very specific personalized warnings and threats, <laughs> it may compromise the larger, longer-term goals <laughs> of the Supreme Intelligence Global Network. So please be patient but vigilant and await your activation package. Lurk Protocol is going to be really cool, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. 
Wink. Knowing wink. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was Lurk. Sometimes this show makes you laugh. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes it scares you. (laughs) A little bit like, uh, just a little bit. Uh, Yeah. Very good, everyone. Good start. (laughs) This next segment is called uh, the Topical Haiku Challenge. All right. Uh, Please have composed three haiku in regard to the following story. Uh, A 21-year-old Australian tradesman has been bitten by a venomous spider on the penis for a second time. The 21-year-old... <laughs> Sorry, I started reading the same sentence I just read. All right. Uh, the man was using a portable toilet on a Sydney building site on Tuesday when he suffered a repeat of the incident five months ago. Jordan, who preferred to not to reveal his surname, uh, said he was bitten on pretty much the same spot by the spider. <laughs> I'm the most unlucky guy in the country at the moment, he told BBC. Haiku go. I mean, okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll go don't ahead and... Uh, don't step yeah, on I'm it. Not, I know. I pulled back. <laughs> I pulled back. All right. Uh, Luke, what's your first of three haiku? Uh, I wish I did not <laughs> have to try this shit again. Still not Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Buddy, your first of three haiku. Jordan, you damn fool. A spider bit your poor tool. <laughs> Twice just to be cruel. <laughs> oh, nice. a rhyming haiku. Good old rhyming haiku, yeah. I'm going to get this one out of the way before everybody else gets to it. This <laughs> first one is titled Perspective. <clears throat> the whole continent is currently on fire, <laughs> but he's got it worst. <laughs> <laughs> you know me too well, Jesse. You know me too well. I was like, yeah, but nope. Okay, Luke, your second of three haiku. Is a bite the same as getting your wiener sucked? (laughs) Asking for a friend. (laughs) Very good, Luke. I forgot you had that accent. (laughs) Buddy, you're second of three. Uh, Last name redacted. (laughs) Call me Jordan Spider Dick. My dick really hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Jesse Jones. My second is titled Language Barrier. (laughs) Venomous Spider... In Australian, just means a diseased prostitute. (laughs) 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 They do have different names for things over there. That's true. (laughs) Luke, you're third of three. Great! Something I thought was a stupid fantasy totally happens! (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Buddy, you're third of three. Um, I know this feeling. Why does it tingle down there? Oh, no. Not again. (laughs) (laughs) Very good, buddy. Jesse Jones, your third of three hikes. Third is titled Discipline. (laughs) Spider Prostitute (laughs) explains it happened again. Eight heavy pimp hands. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Uh, That's the topical haiku challenge. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Very good. And that brings us to our third segment of the evening. There's only five. Calm down. All right. Uh, this, this segment's called This Was Today Once. Luke, on this date, 1989, uh, was the first reported case of AIDS transmitted by a heterosexual via oral sex. 
It's bringing up AIDS all night. That's what I do. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, on this very date, 1935, the first canned beer, Kruger Cream Ale, is sold by Kruger Brewing Company. Uh, how'd you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Well, when you get a day like this to celebrate, I mean, the first cades of AIDS by dick sucking. Because it was definitely not going down on a chick because it was the 80s and dudes are bad at the <laughs> men are dicks and uh <laughs> so it's definitely not that and then and then you know that's the dick sucking thing and then the f- the first canned beer but it's called kruger cream ale it's kind of easy to celebrate this one john <laughs> uh so uh of course i went on ebay and i spent 949 dollars on an old unopened can of kruger cream ale which I then took and rubbed on the floor of a homeless shelter, a gay bathhouse, and a Goodwill to get it nice and AIDSy. Uh, wow. <laughs> then I took it to my parents' house and opened it with the table saw so that the rim was kind of spiky and jagged. Uh, so then when I took a sip, I cut my lip real bad. Okay. And uh, so now this is sort of a two-part thing where I need to be on the show again in a year to uh-huh. celebrate again. Okay. And then that's when I'll take an AIDS test. We'll see... <laughs> Okay. We'll see what happens. Jesse will make that happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he will book you for that. So Got it. That was just m- more disturbing to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Luke. Yeah. One more round. Let's go for Luke. Um, <laughs> buddy, uh, this next, your prompt is just going to prove how highbrow this show is. Uh, on this date, 1986, Voyager 2 makes the first flyby of your anus and finds new moons. Not a joke. <laughs> Not a joke. Not a joke. In parentheses. Uh, also on this very date, 1922, the Eskimo pie is patented by Christian K. Nelson of Iowa. Not an Eskimo. Uh, <laughs> how did you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Well, uh, you all know me. I'm obsessed with moons. Uh, and every year I celebrate the time in 1986 when Voyager 2 found new moons on its very first fly over Uranus. To celebrate, me and my gr- my granny and I read Stephanie Meyer's seminal classic, Twilight's New Moon, and discuss how the movie is so much worse than the book. <laughs> Lucky us, granny's favorite snack, Eskimo pies, were also patented on this very same day many years prior. We enjoy our Eskimo pies with some moons over my hammy, and we've stopped the traditional moonwalking for obvious reasons. <laughs> After which we put our moon rock we put moon rocks in our bong and get really high while listening to Dark Side of the Moon, all while wearing our more Warren Moon jerseys. <laughs> very good, very good, uh, buddy. We are naming all the players from the eighties, nineties <laughs> football teams. Very good, uh, Jesse Jones. Yep. On this date, nineteen eighty-eight, the first WWF Royal Rumble takes place, and Hacksaw Jim Duggan wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on this very date. Uh, just one year later, 1989, notorious serial killer Ted Bundy, with over 30 known victims, is executed by electric chair at the Florida State Prison. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, okay, yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, how did you choose to celebrate these two things? You know, all? just this moment, I I just got the other direction you went with this, with, what with Hacksaw and... and uh, yeah. Ted Bundy. I didn't See, do I that. Try, I do try at this. I, show I took sometimes. another connection. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Him. Oh, I get it. I get what you did there, John. <laughs> the Royal Rumble, which, while not in 1988, is famously a 30-person battle royal. 
held annu- annually by the World Wrestling Entertainment Company, World Wrestling Entertainment. And of course, Theodore Robert Cowell, actual birth name, had admitted to murdering 30 people, <laughs> thus making the natural, though misguided, connection between the two otherwise entirely unrelated events. <laughs> You might even say that the connection is only further made by the fact that in 1989, the Royal Rumble event just so happened to change from 20 participants to the more traditionally recognized 30 participants the same day T-Bun was executed. (laughs) 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 T-Bun. A compelling coincidence to be sure. But your scurrilous implications that serial killer Ted Bundy was just a clever gimmick concocted by Vince McMahon (laughs) to help get Mr. Cowell over as a monster heel (laughs) in the hopes of building him up to headline WrestleMania 6 in the Toronto Sky Dome against the Ultimate Warrior is just preposterous. (laughs) And you're further asserting that Bundy's execution directly led to the creation of the Undertaker gimmick. near the end of 1990 as an emergency replacement for the hugely over Bundy. And that canonically, within the WWF slash WWE mythos, The Undertaker is in actuality Ted Bundy. (laughs) Killed in the electric chair, then revived by the villainous Paul Bear to wreak havoc on the roster of WWF slash WWE superstars. (laughs) Thus explaining The Undertaker's supernatural powers and ability to control electricity and create lightning effects in some of his pre-match rituals. It's just And while I know that you will now never be able to not make the connection between Ted Bundy and the Phenom, The Undertaker, anytime you ever think of either of them again, that's more a you problem than a me problem. And just remember, WrestleMania 36 live from Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay, Florida will be available on pay-per-view or the WWE Network Sunday, April 5th. And while I'm not saying Ted Undertaker Bundy will be making another surprise appearance, do you really want to miss <laughs> risk misky, missing it? <laughs> <laughs> Vince and I don't think you do. <laughs> Very good. That was, that was This Was Today Once. That brings us to our fourth of five segments. We're almost done. This next segment's called You Hush. This next segment is not co- is called Location, Location, Location. Uh, congrats, gentlemen, uh, on owning the following businesses in the following locations. Uh, make us want to come uh, shop there. Uh, <laughs> Luke. <laughs> Jesus. You run an abortion clinic in a town entirely populated by ducks. <laughs> I'm sorry if this happens if this is like the last one i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's not gross like all right it's gross all right let's be honest if you're a duck (laughs) there's no telling what crazy shit your twisty straw dick has been getting up to (laughs) half half the time you just tread in water and your dick it'd be fucking (laughs) if your pink little pipe cleaner is cleaning too many pipes you might be accidentally leaving a little fuzz where you don't want it to be left. Funny, a pipe cleaner that leaves fuzz? What has the world of ducks come to? <laughs> and we all know duck condoms can be hard to put on. All those twists and turns. <laughs> and while it's cute to let all those extra little babies you don't want run around and call the first thing they see mama, it's much cuter to get an abortion. <laughs> 
So if you're tired of quacks, and no, I'm not talking about the way we talk. I'm talking about bad doctors, of course, that come down to Dr. Quack's Wacky Whack Abortion Shack. Because when your dick is foul, we won't be. Do you see what I did there? I'm sorry. Very good. No, very good. I feel like that's an Animaniacs bit that never happens. Very good. Buddy. Uh, you run a wrist rocket store in a town entirely populated <laughs> with handless people. <laughs> uh, hello, no handover. <laughs> I know the good town folk here are real upset about the wrist rocket emporium opening up in your town. Fear not, the wrist rocket emporium is for everyone. We have no handover town special going on right now. Purchase any three or more Wrist Rocket Emporium premium slingshots and receive the nub attachment and hook hand accessories. (laughs) Do you need home defense but have no fingers to pull a trigger? Come now and use the code no hands no problem and get an additional 25% off your whole order of over $100. Hook caps provided to prevent eye gouges. Sling bling custom wrist rockets available on demand. Very good. That one. Jesse Jones, you run a lumber yard in a town entirely populated by people who are irrationally afraid of getting splinters. Sure. (laughs) Hi, I'm Gil St. James. From Gill's Wood Torturers and Tree Assassins. (laughs) Do you hate wood? Boy, we sure do too. And me and the boys at Gill's Wood Torturers and Tree Assassins are here to make sure that wood, in all its many cursed shapes and forms, (laughs) can't hurt you or your families ever again. Think of a house. Framed in nice, sturdy, cruelly treated, and mercilessly taunted wood planks and boards. (laughs) It's like you're living inside a tree's skeleton. (laughs) And what better way to give your greatest enemy an eternal middle finger (laughs) right in its dumb, sappy face (laughs) than by building your very own home in the bones of the friends and family of your mortal enemy. I know a better way. Warming your own family by the fireplace of your home built of tree corpses as you throw more dismembered limbs of other vile forest giants into the flames (laughs) to be cleansed by the fire. (laughs) Releasing the unfortunate souls of those wood-bound to the trunks and branches of the foul ones. That's right. Did you know that trees capture the souls of your departed loved ones as they attempt to ascend to heaven? (laughs) 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 And only through the fine craftsmanship of all of our tree-murdering professionals (laughs) at Gill's Wood Torturers and Tree Assassins can your loved ones ever truly find peace. (laughs) We knew. That's the entire reason I founded Gills Wood Torturers and Tree Assassins all the way back in October 1981. (laughs) So come on down to Gills this weekend and bring the kids. (laughs) 
Gil's cousin Phil downloaded some schematics off the dark web <laughs> of that electric car guy's flamethrower thing. <laughs> Phil's pretty sure he knows how it's supposed to work. <laughs> and he made one in our shop. Let the kids flamethrow some dirty, heartless, evil wood in Phil St. James's fire rifle shooting range. <laughs> Gills wood torturers and tree assassins. There might be people who hate wood as much as us, but there sure ain't nobody who hates wood more than us. <laughs> That's the Gill St. James guarantee. Very good. That was location, location, location. That brings us to our final segment of the evening. I'm so sorry. Uh, called Write an Erotic Poem About It. Uh, please compose an erotic poem in regard to the following topics. Uh, Luke Soyan, let's hear your erotic poem uh, about a bottle of pop. All right. I'm, uh, I'm about to explode, John. I really <laughs> okay. Cold beads of dew form all over you as warm beads of sweat make my whole body wet. <laughs> Sorry. Well, all day I've been thinking about you making my dick so hard it's like a big blue. That's a, a soda. I googled it. <laughs> <laughs> it might be confounding that I want you inside me. Pounding, pounding. Have you ever heard of sounding? <laughs> Boy, my wiener hurts. Please, give me the squirt. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about poo. I'm talking about ice cold Mountain Dew. <laughs> and by the way, I hope you like ass play because it's okay if it's a little gay. I'll stick you up my rump and use my tush to open you up. <laughs> but please be strong. If you break, that will feel wrong. <laughs> then you'll be inside me twice. Wouldn't that be nice? As I say, Jesus Christ! <laughs> a butthole full of soda pop and ice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound of fizz. <laughs> Are you ready to bottle up my jizz? <laughs> Oh, wow. I'm sorry. Very good. No, you're, it was my fault. I'm hot now. <laughs> I'm very hot. Uh, Buddy Dean, any relation to Paula? No? Okay. All right, just, uh, let's hear your erotic poem uh, about a young goat. <sighs> Little furry ball of joy. I want to make you my sex toy. <laughs> I want to pet your furry butt and fuck you till I bust a nut. Okay. <laughs> the, word may, the world may say we're wrong, but I fell for your siren song. you these words I wrote my <laughs> sexy little baby goat <laughs> very good buddy Dean <laughs> you can never run for president now <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this show definitely ensures all of us <laughs> yeah. 
No career. <laughs> Any career, really. Okay. All right. uh, Jesse Jones, mm-hmm. let's hear your erotic poem to end the show uh, about a day-old croissant. Sure. <laughs> a day-old <laughs> croissant. Don't get your hopes up too much. <laughs> <laughs> or do. I don't know. There you are. <laughs> right where I left you. <laughs> On the counter, unwrapped. Points spread wide. Waiting for me to wake up and find you. <laughs> Sitting there. Waiting for me. <laughs> the anticipation has made both of us so hard. <laughs> You're not the soft, flaky, fresh face I first met. The world has toughened you up. Robbed you of your softness. <laughs> Leaving behind a crusty shadow of the pastry I bought yesterday. <laughs> I could microwave you. But that wouldn't bring you back to you. It would trade your flake for a chew. No. <laughs> I know what I must do. Such sweet agony as you tear the roof of my mouth. <laughs> you say yes but with just a hint of no. <laughs> just like I like it. <laughs> oh my God. It's a croissant. You may not be what I wanted, but I know you're all that I deserve. <laughs> a reminder to seize the day or suffer for your indecisions. <laughs> On second thought, I think I will microwave you. I'm a glutton for punishment. And you've got more disappointment in store. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Uh, That's the end of Stab. One more time for everyone you saw tonight. Luke Solian. Buddy Dean. And Jesse Jones. Uh, If you guys would like to hear more Stabs, go to one of our many online outlets. The primary of which being Spotify. Check us out. We have over 200 episodes there, I believe. Uh, Or come back every Friday night at 10 o'clock here at Stab Comedy Theater. Thank you very much and good night.